VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Let's go places. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Thanksgiving post-game festivities. Man, how late is suitable to go with your post-game festivities on Thanksgiving? Can you go with warm-ups? You know, can you go, like, warm-up oh. turkey? Yes. At What are we at the West Coast here? We're at 10 p.m. on the East Coast, I mean. I, I think you could go warm-ups with turkey at, at 10 p.m., right, on I, Thanksgiving? I, I, I plan on when this show is over at 1 a.m. Central Time in destroying the leftover turkey that's been brought home. So there is no limit. And I mean, I've been out of college for quite a while now, but isn't this like the ultimate 
party weekend for for college kids when they head back home, especially after like your first semester away? Isn't this like party central anyway? So you need something late at night, right? You need a pick me up. You need a pick a turkey pick me up, right? With the tryptophan that knocks you out. Uh, you know that's the the worst pick me up food, uh, but it's still delicious. And my time zones are all screwed up here, Plank. So I have my clock here on my computer. I always have it on West Coast time. Right. Don't ask me why. Okay. I guess I was doing a show in Portland for three years, so it was just out of habit. Makes sense. So I glanced down. Yeah, I I'm so it's uh, West Coast time at nine o two. Correct. I'm in the Central time zone. Which would be 1102. That's right. And yeah, time zone. I'm currently living in the Eastern time zone. So I'm all screwed up. It's technically <laughs> after midnight on the East Coast if you're, uh, if you're scoring but at home. So. Are you just staying in Chicago tonight or are you driving back to South Bend after this? I'll drive back after the show tonight. So, you know, like that's a guy that's a, that's around the block for me compared to some of these drives plank, you know, like that's a little two hour, like that's like going across the street compared to going to like Maine or something like that, right. you know, or Vermont, wherever you end up. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay. So we got a lot of ball to discuss here. One question I have for you, where are we with bills quarterback, Josh Allen? Because the Bills get the win in blowout fashion. They crush the Saints 31-6. to But as you said earlier in the show, Plank, Josh Allen, not the greatest decision-making, didn't play great, certainly not flawless tonight, and he's had some stinker performances. So it's really two questions right here. Do you look at Josh Allen and say, hey, he's still a top-notch quarterback, He might have a couple of rough patches, but nothing that's really red flag city. Or do you have more apprehension than that and say, although he was a flat out stud last year, super uh, MVP runner up. That was just one season. True. This is one year. So do you go back and say, maybe I was too quick to crown Josh Allen an elite quarterback. Where do you stand on Josh Allen at this point? He's already matched his interception total from last year, which is kind of surprising. And the completion percentage is down. Now, granted, um, I'm probably a pretty hard grader on Josh Allen because I mean, everyone has fallen in love with him, which is great. And and, and I, I, maybe there's a hint of bitterness there that maybe some teams didn't take a chance on him before the Bills could. So I, I guess I'm a hard grader on Josh Allen. With that said, I don't think he's I don't think he's necessarily shown that it's time to move on from like the Josh Allen experiment. And I don't think that's what you're saying either. But I do think right. that now this raises questions because. That completion percentage has dipped, not much. We're not down in that 58, 52 range like he was in his first two years. We're still in the mid-60s. His yard per attempt is down. His touchdowns actually look like they're trending up. But, man, when you're 10 picks already through 11 games, that's problematic from a team that has shown at times they're lacking explosiveness. I guess here's my concern, the consistency of this Bills offense. And I I see this with the Raiders, and I've seen it with a couple of other teams. Just those two come to mind. How can you go out and do, for instance, what the 
what the Bills did tonight, I'll just use that, at 31 points, gets pretty good Saints defense, right? Not great, not elite, pretty good. How could you go out and put, you know, 42, 43 on Washington, but 38 on the Chiefs, and then you score six against the Jaguars, and you have 15 that you put on the board against the Colts. So I don't know if I'm panicking or worried about Josh Allen. He's still reaching elite status. Brian, I guess my big question would would then turn around and say, why the hell are they so damn inconsistent? And I guess it just has to do with their lack of a consistent running game, because yeah, that's and, really and it's what turnovers, it is. right? Yeah, it's that lack of a running game. You just don't have that. It's almost like a, I compare it to basketball, right? Like if you have that high percentage, you can drive to the basket, you can finish close to the rim, right? Could be one of your guards, doesn't have to necessarily be a 1980s or 90s big man, you know? Mm-hmm. But you need some of that high percentage stuff mixed in. It can't just all be three pointers left and right. You're going to have cold nights. I think it's similar with the passing game. You're going to have some cold nights where you're just not executing very well or it's raining sideways or it's 20 below zero or who knows what, where you just don't have a legitimate passing game. You've got to be able to pick up high percentage yards as well. And the Bills just don't have that with the lack of running game. But when it comes to Josh Allen, I'm far from panic city over here. But when you see more of the bad decisions being made, like, it's not quite goofy peak Josh Allen from those first two years where he's doing things where you're like, what? You, sh- you should have learned not to do that in grade school. You know, <laughs> we're not quite there this year, but you're seeing some of those goofy decisions and you're seeing a lack of accuracy too often, right? Those are the two areas where I worry, not troubling, not keeping me up at night. If I'm a Bills fan, he's still the best quarterback in his draft and Lamar Jackson's no slouch, but he's still the best guy. And and so, no, I I think we're maybe nitpicking a little bit, but I think it matters when you're looking at the Bills among the elite teams. And if you look at the Bills minus a running game, there's more on Josh Allen's shoulders at that point. Amen. Preach. And here's the thing is I don't want – don't get triggered, Bills fan. It's all a part of the expectations. The expectations for the Bills aren't just to be a playoff team, right? They went to the AFC championship game last year and that defense looks like it's pretty solid it blew my mind when I saw that the bills are currently sixth in the NFL in yards per attempt because I'm like how (laughs) with with how it disappears on them every so often but that's the comparison level is not well you just want to be seven six fifth in the playoff the comparison level is to what the Chiefs have been the last couple of years, right? To what even the Steelers were at this point last year. We expect them to be elite. By God, we expect them to look like a Super Bowl team. And Super Bowl teams don't need to be putting six-point performances on the board against one of the worst teams in the NFL. I know it was three weeks ago, and I know they look like they bounced back tonight, but holy smokes, it's just it, – I mean, it's just – it's shocking. It's jaw-dropping to think that took place, Brian. Yeah, and uh, I just think back to we've talked a lot about Lamar Jackson's struggles in the playoffs, but it's not like Josh Allen's been lighting the world on fire in the playoffs either. Right. right? Remember that weird game against the Texans where he lateraled the ball behind him? Like, it, it, it's like, dude, that's a live ball that could have lost a playoff game just on that play a couple of years ago. And then the very low-scoring game where neither the Ravens nor the Bills could score last year. And Lamar threw the pick six and that swung the game. But Josh Allen's left a lot to be desired in the playoffs as well. 
So I think that you could make that argument with him as well. It's just not as glaring as some of the shortcomings of Lamar. And I think that Josh Allen gets a bit of a free pass because it's not on the same level. But he's had some stinkers too, man. So it makes you wonder where he's going to be when it truly matters come playoff time. And if they don't have a consistent running game by then, they're going to go as far as Josh Allen can take them at that point. You can't live on your defense alone. you got to score points in the NFL. All right, here's, here's one other angle. And because since you brought up Lamar Jackson, everyone always says, are people going to defend Jalen Hurts like Miami tries to defend Lamar Jackson, blah, blah, blah. Do you think with Josh Allen, there could be a way in which defenses now I, – and I don't – listen, I don't think that there is a magic defense to stop a team or an offense. I mean, they're, we're starting to see colleges do a lot of the drop eight and – you know, Iowa State does it. Baylor and Dave Aranda have done it, and and they that umbrella coverage is what it's called. People are doing it against the Chiefs. I don't know if there's a magic formula or or not, but I can't help but wonder now: Are people starting to see some more of his tendencies, and are they starting to be a little Man. bit more? I don't know, willing to go after him. I don't know the blitz rate against him, but I just I I I still see, and and I know we're we're focusing a lot here on Josh Allen. But since you brought it up, I still see a guy that I think can win playoff games and I think can get this team to the Super Bowl, but I can't help but wonder if defenses have found a way in which they can confuse him or frustrate him too. Yeah, and it's crazy when you expand it beyond Josh Allen, you bring up Mahomes. Isn't it unbelievable that it just seems like what are you supposed to do as a defense, you know, <laughs> right. against some of these offenses? We're, we're talking about Big 12 college football. Like, how do you stop some of these spread offenses? When you look at the Chiefs and all their firepower, it wasn't that long ago. We're like, how do you even slow them down? And then something as simple as, hey, just don't blitz them. Right. Just, just rush four and play coverage. And it's like the Chiefs are like, ah, what do we do it? <laughs> You just see those things in football. I love it so much where you, you still see glimpses of it's not impossible to play solid defense. And there are plenty of games and seasons that make you, they tempt you into thinking you just can't play legitimate defense anymore. It's like, no, no, you can. You can't. It's that easy with the way the rules are set up, but it can be done. And you're challenging quarterbacks who have developed this gunslinger mentality, right, to where they're not afraid to throw the – I know no-look passes are always brought up, but to take the shots downfield and to want to throw the one leg falling back, you know, try to drop it in the basket deep. And what these somewhat unique approaches with just playing normal defense are, Brian, they're forcing them to take the easy throws, right? It's like, hey, you just got to throw to the sideline. You just got to do – and Mahomes couldn't do that, right? And maybe that's part of what kind of at times has struggled with Josh Allen. Quarterbacks, they want to be more risk takers and less risk averse. And I think you're starting to see people, quarterbacks, specifically Mahomes here, get a little bit smarter in how he's approaching it. Yeah, no doubt. Now, uh, Plank, we got to shift to this coming up here. Uh, Brian Noah and Chris Plank in with you tonight. Uh, this audio you have been teasing. I with like the Nick whole show. Saban. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 dude, you're fine. But it, this audio, it is top shelf in your opinion. You know, you would be hugging this audio if it were a physical being. You might be kissing this audio if you could physically do that. You know, I would. So yeah, we got to get to that coming up next. I, I, I do not want to hide my affection 
for the anger that Nick Saban has in this audio, the passion, the uh, subtle little things as someone who's done coaches shows many a times where you hear the crowd that's like, yeah, coach, you get him, coach. And then like five minutes later, they're probably the person on a message board that says, I can't believe Nick Saban just said that. So, yeah, if this piece of audio was a physical being, I would be down on a knee proposing to it. I can't wait to share it. Absolutely. We will do that next. Nick Saban preaching at the pulpit. Do you buy what he's selling over here? We'll do that next. We're in for Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, 
features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Brian No and Chris Plank with you here on Fox Sports Radio. In for Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. I'll tell you what, Plank, I heard you one time, this is a few years ago, and you were talking about how it's been drilled into you to not open up a new segment and talk about the bumper music. Right, you know? right. And I, I don't know how you do it, man. I don't. I don't know how. I'm like, getting old. I, I turn yeah. against it. I, I, listen, uh, this is not a diss, you know. I think it's uh, it's a talent that you have because when you were driving the first couple of hours, Iowa Sam played some Megadeth, and you just went boom right into whatever topic we were talking about. And I'm like, look at Plank. Yeah, I'm not sidetracked for, for a few minutes talking about Dave Mustaine. Yeah. You know, not here for your music takes. I'm here for your sports. That's what I'm yelling <laughs> when I'm in my car. But that's what I'm yelling. And and here, let me be clear about this. Let me be clear about this. My my problem isn't with someone that's like, oh damn, man, you just played uh, Megadeth, right? I went and saw them a couple years ago. Great concert live. Love love this song. My problem is with the guys that like try to sing along with it. You know, it's like, oh hey man, oh, this okay. is uh this is three doors. I don't know why I came up with three doors down, but it's three doors down, man. I love this song. Get it closer. Like, what the hell is going on right now? Am I a sports show or are you trying to do karaoke here? So, yeah, it's it's not a hard and fast take that I live by anymore. But, uh, yeah, I think other, okay. I can just see you. I can see you driving in your car, listening to some sports radio host who's doing karaoke to so mad. I don't know, crazy oh bone or something. I don't know. So mad. And you're just losing your freaking mind plank. I love this visual right now. I yell at the radio constantly and <laughs> my kids think I'm a crazy person. Uh, I very, very much like that. And usually it centers around something that I'm as guilty of as anyone is whenever it's like a non-sports conversation. I'm like, what am I tuned in for? So I've become that grumpy old man that calls in whenever, you know, Nick Nick's taking the calls or if I was Sam's on the phones or whatever it might be, and I'm the guy that's like, is it sports station or what is this right here? So I've become that guy, unfortunately, in my old age. Well, I do like, as we get to Nick Saban here, some people would criticize – Nick Saban is being a grumpy old guy, right? Now, based on this audio and this most recent rant, because we have plenty of rants from Nick Saban, his most recent one, some people love it, what he's talking about here. So let's just throw it to the audio and let it wash over us, shall we? So are you going to allow the whole two minutes here? Two minutes, 20 seconds? 
right. I, I, it's it's lovely audio. Oh, that's so I was Sam. Are you approving the two minutes and twenty seconds of this so I can be yeah. going? Uh, Nick, you okay with this? We all good? If everyone is in approval, here we go. The greatness of Nick Saban. Everybody says, oh, they lost two games in a row. They're not any good anymore. All right, we're just going to blow them out. It's just the opposite. It's just the opposite of that. All right, they're competitors. They have moms and dads. They have pride in performance. They have things that they want to accomplish and they want to do, and they want to be good. All right, they don't just throw in the towel. All right, they work harder to try to get better, and everybody wants to beat us. All right, so we're going to get everybody's best game, and I don't know why people can't understand that. And... But, and, you know, we're, we're, we're just, you know, and, and, you know, it's, you could say it's not fair to our players that they get everybody's best game, right? But they do, right? And they have to be able to compete through that and play over that. And, you know, it's, 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 I don't know. I mean, when I came here, everybody was happy to win a game. Right, now we're not happy to win a game anymore. We're not happy to win a game at all. By the way, can I jump in there real quick on this? Because I yeah. I live in a college town, I cover a college team. I'm damn proud of it, and I love college football. That was one of my all time favorite Bob Stoops lines that he had. He goes, "Whenever I took the job here, people told me they just wanted to be me to beat Texas. I quickly found out that they wanted me to do more than beat Texas." So that is a classic Bob Stoops line, Nick Saban, and he's using it perfectly here. So far, the you can sense the anger amping up just a little bit, right? Sense the passion. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. We're reaching peak frustration here. All right, we think we should win games by whatever, and I don't think that's fair to the players either. Because right, our players work our, their butt off right, to be the best that they can oh. be right, and to get criticized for what they work hard for to do so that you can be entertained, right, so that you can enjoy and have pride and passion for what they accomplish and what they do. And they're not perfect. Right, they're just college students. They're going to co- they go to school every day. They got to study. Right, they have to run extra after practice when they miss study hall. I mean, come on, give me a break. This is not professional football. <laughs> These guys aren't getting paid to play here. Yeah. They're representing you all. You should be proud and happy to support them and appreciate what they do and have some gratitude. And you know what else? Nobody wants to win worse than they do. Not me, not you. I don't care what kind of fan you are. Nobody wants to win more than the players that play. Nobody. Oh, he's not done. That was magnificently said. Good try, Eli Gold. He's and not done. And nobody feels worse than they do when they lose. Yep. Nobody. <laughs> so for all you self-absorbed folks out there that can't look past your own self, right, to appreciate what other people are doing, by the way, this that reminded me of a wrestling promo. I, all, all he needed at the end of that note was like, a, and you tell the four horsemen that I'm coming for them. I'm just, that was fantastic, right? I'll see you at SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the walk-off there. It, it, it makes me think of a couple of things here, Plank. <laughs> Go ahead. On one hand, I remember when uh, Nick Saban sat down with Bill Belichick and they had this special And one of the key quotes that Nick Saban said, he said, once you climb the mountain, you become the mountain. And that's what Bama is. They are the mountain. They get everybody's best shot. So I hear him on that. And I also think about some of these Johnny-come-latelys that did great things, but they couldn't sustain the success. Look at the Philadelphia Eagles. 
with Doug Peterson. Right. They won a Super Bowl. They beat the Patriots, and you're like, holy cow, they might have a dynasty. Or they could be one and done, and Doug Peterson could be out of a job a couple of <laughs> years later. You know what I mean? Right. Look at LSU. Look at Ed Orgeron. They won a title two years ago. He's out of a job already. You know? So it's so hard to maintain excellence, and Bama has done a tremendous job of that. Now, on the other side of this, Nick Saban is as guilty as any coach of the first game of the year. They win by five touchdowns. In the postgame interview, you would think they lost by four touchdowns, you know, because he knows it's not going to be good enough to beat the great teams. So he can say it. He can nitpick his team. It doesn't mean he's ingracious, but as soon as a Bama fan says it's got to be better, what all of a sudden they're ingracious they lack gratitude like it's not an automatic that you lack gratitude if you say it has to be better and he's the poster child for doing that (laughs) and now he wants to preach at the pulpit as if he's not it's such a contradiction what's the great commercial whenever i was a kid where the dad found his box of pot and he's like, I learned it from watching you, dad. I learned it from watching you. Yeah. These Bama fans <laughs> yes. are like, what? we, we, we yes. learned it from watching you, Nick. You're the one that was telling yeah. us how terrible things are. That's exactly right. Yes. He's the, he's the dude that's leading the charge. Like Braveheart, right? And then it's yeah. like Mel Gibson turning around and looking at everybody he riled up and saying, what are you guys doing? <laughs> what, what, what are you here for? It's like, dude, you, you're the main guy doing this, and now you're scolding us? It's crazy. <laughs> I will say, the, the one where I kind of stopped for a moment, too, when he's like, these kids aren't getting paid. Nick, that line doesn't work anymore, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're getting paid, and apparently, and apparently you've been the one that's been out front telling us how much your quarterback is making. So, yeah, they are that's getting right. paid now. Yeah. You can't do that one anymore. No, that doesn't work anymore with NIL. No doubt about that. And you're right. He was talking about Bryce Young making around a million dollars. Mm-hmm. And it, it just... Yeah, details in the rant, you know, the, the details. It was spirited. He made a lot of good points, <laughs> yes, but to talk about an ingracious fan base right. when he nitpicks his own team all the time, it's it's the classic, I can say it, but you can't. Right. You, I, I can I, critique my team, but you can't. Absolutely. And and having spent the uh, day with family, it's like I can, I can say what I want about anyone in my family, but as soon as my wife does, it's like, hey – you can't say that about my mom or something of that nature, right? <laughs> and, and then I'll, I'll add this too, which I think is fair. He's not wrong on one front, and I know we got to get to the Sager, but in yeah. true blue blood college football towns now, and, and expectation, this is happening everywhere, if you don't make the four-team playoff, your season is a disappointment. And that's it. And yeah. Nick Saban has been he, – he's been rallying against that for – Years now, and he's not wrong, and that's just that's the case. National championship or bust is how it is every single year in in Tuscaloosa and in in Norman and in places like Clemson, South Carolina. If you don't win a national championship, then you obviously stink, and it's just um, it's tough. It's it's tough expectations every year. Got to feed the beast.
Yeah, and that's true, man. That that beast, man, that's a different kind of beast right there, too. You are used to eating caviar and uh, driving the fanciest <laughs> sports car. Right, right. I, I, like, they've lost one game. They've one had game. a heck of a season, and I get how it, it could be very frustrating that a lot of the fan base just isn't pleased. Nope. And it's like, are you serious? I can see why he would lose his mind. I do get that. But he is leading the charge in Critique City when it comes to his football team. Brian No and Chris Plank with you here tonight. We're in for Jason Smith and Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. And, you know, I think when you fill in, Chris, you know, you got to stick with stuff that still drives ratings, you know? Sure. And, and I think offensive line play is really the gold standard of driving ratings. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I, I just wanted to spend a couple of minutes on more, this. Just more. watching games throughout the day, you know, you look at the Lions and how many times were there holding penalties and you blink and Taylor Decker is giving up a sack or it's a holding penalty. The Raiders-Cowboys game, your Raiders offensive line, man. So bad. With the holding penalties. So bad. Dude, First and 20, when you're talking about playoff football, right? it's huge. I'm listening. It's mammoth right there. And so I, I really look at offensive line play a lot. I think we focus a lot on skill position players. Just look at who's doing what in the trenches. Start from there, really, and then branch out. But don't overlook offensive line play, please. And we saw a healthy dose of that today. And it's no wonder that some of the teams that are struggling in that department, they're probably not going to go anywhere. I call it the maddenization in a lot of ways of the NFL. Um, And it's been going on for years. How often I play Madden way too much. I love Madden. Why? Because the Raiders never lose because I am the greatest general manager (laughs) ever. But what does it matter in Madden? Offensive line play. I mean, it just, it doesn't matter. And you've had a whole generation that have grown up. It's like, oh, well, my offensive line doesn't have to be that good. And yet you constantly hear about it. And I think there is a a fact, not saying everyone listening. Okay. First of all, let me backtrack a little bit here. I love talking about the offensive line and and you're right. It's not going to be something where everyone is like, oh, Did you see that pancake by so-and-so? The only time you're going to talk about the offensive line is when there's like that video of the high school kid who jumped up in the air and and frog splashed down on somebody. It's like, oh, that's crazy funny, right? That's the only time you ever hear about the offensive line is when there's something goofy like that. So I just – I love talking about the offensive line because – Brian, to me, if you look at championship teams, it's either the cause of a title or the cause of a team not getting there. Why did the Chiefs struggle so much last year in the Super Bowl? Because their offensive line was decimated, right? If you mm-hmm. can't keep your quarterback upright, if you can't grow, uh, road grade for your for your rushing attack, you're going to struggle. It's it's the most one of the most important positions outside of quarterback. Look how much left tackles are making. Look how much right tackles are starting to make. So, yeah, you're – you're you're preaching to the choir here. The Raiders have invested first-round pick after first-round pick on the offensive line, and it still stinks. And guess what? They were able to overcome it today, but barely. And if you want to get anywhere, if you want to get anywhere <laughs> in the NFL, if you want to get any, you have to have a good offensive line, and not many teams do right now. Uh, it's it's so bad when you use first round picks on linemen that just don't pan out. Oh my god! Oh, it hurts even worse. 
you know? And you look at Taylor Decker, he's, he's a first-round pick. Yes, he is. You, know, you talk about uh, Alex Leatherwood, he's a first-round pick. First-round pick. Uh, there have yeah. been a couple of, like, uh, Austin Jackson with the, uh, I'm pick. sorry, yeah, he was a first-round, yeah, projected, but he's a third-round. Um, Austin Jackson with the Dolphins, he's a first-round pick, and he's had his struggles. You know, uh, just, it hurts so bad when you go with a first-round pick, sometimes a top-10 guy, and, and they just don't work out. And, uh, man, you're oh, seeing – And really, you think about the Chiefs right now, present day, Plank, where – I mean, really do the math on this one. So the Chiefs are hardly getting blitzed at all. Teams are just playing coverage, mm-hmm. and yet the offense has been greatly held in check. Do you think that if Patrick Mahomes is given enough time – that he's not either creating with his legs or eventually finding an open receiver, even though teams are playing coverage, I would gamble on, yes, he would. He would still be destroying teams. Mm -hmm. How are teams being effective? Well, they're rushing four, and they're getting home, right? That's the key is they're getting home on Patrick Mahomes, and that points to the offensive line. Yep, and then that's a completely rebuilt offensive line, too. New center, New uh, new right guard. I mean, I th- I think it's four of their five offensive linemen are new, and it's taken them a really really long time to gel. So even though their center is amazing, yeah. Creed Humphrey is going to be up. I don't think his center is going to win rookie of the year, but he's definitely going to be in the Pro Bowl mix. So I get the the point more than anything else. If you don't have a good offensive line. You're not getting anywhere in the NFL. And we are seeing some putrid offensive line play in the National Football League. Right. Like, it's it takes someone like, look at Russell Wilson and his Houdini acts. I call him Russell Copperfield, right? Like, <laughs> years not having an elite offensive line or even a good offensive line. And right. he's just pulling rabbits out of the hat left and right. It's so hard to consistently win when, dude... I, First and 20, sometimes that's a drive killer automatically. Right. Just snap the fingers in the playoffs. So something to keep your eye on as we get into these uh, more meaningful games at the end of the regular season and certainly in the playoffs. It's not going right, to be a conversation next. starter, right? It's not going to be something that people are losing their minds about. Uh, yeah. But it's going to end up costing your right. team in the end. The, absolutely. Yep. That's the way it goes. All right, coming up next. Yeah, this guy is high maintenance, but he's worth it. I'm Brian No, He's Chris Plank. We're in for Jason Smith and Mike Harmon tonight. Keep it locked here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book and all the best guests do yourself a favor and listen to straight fire with jason mcintyre on the iheart radio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. 
smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. I'm Brian No, He's Chris Plank here on Fox Sports Radio. In for Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. You know, I'm trying to take your advice here, Plank. I'm, I'm not talking about bumper music right now. Not Go ahead. No, listen, it. like not I said, I'm not, it's not hard and fast anymore. Okay, okay. All right, good, good. Because uh, if Iowa Sam busts out some metal, I might have a, a comment or two, you know? I, I'm I not just, who this is. I don't have anything for you right now, but I'm I'm just <laughs> mixing it up tonight you. a little bit. Yeah. I like it, Iowa Sam. You, 
Nice on the ones and twos tonight. By the way, top of the hour playing. We're going to play a little game here. Oh, cool. I like games. Who's who's capable in the NFL of legitimately making a Super Bowl run? I think the list is longer this year than most years because it's wide open. But we'll go a little bit team by team. Do they have a legitimate chance to, to make a Super Bowl run, to win a Super Bowl this season? And so we'll go thumbs up, thumbs down at the top of the hour. I think we'll have some Love fun it. with that. I'm all in. I'm all in. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. Team player over it. here, Chris Plank. <laughs> now, uh, some players are high maintenance in the NFL. If you have on your um, short list of high maintenance NFL players, who are a couple of that just come to mind? Well, all the quarterbacks who complained this offseason. I mean, do we throw it at Sean Watson in there? Or is he removed from this conversation right now? Removed? Since he's not on the field? <sighs> I, I guess removed right. because, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, Aaron Rodgers appears to be, right? Russell Wilson appears to be high maintenance, high maintenance in other places. I mean... Any of the rookies, maybe, but those two stand out to me, right? Russ, who didn't request a trade but gave you three, four teams to be traded to, and Aaron Rodgers. Those are two guys that pop to me right away when you say high maintenance. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers would be pretty high on the list. Some would argue he'd be at the very tippy top of the list, right? Like (laughs) numero uno right there. So did you hear this a little bit earlier in the week where he was uh, basically scolding the media <laughs> for some <laughs> again some uh, misreporting over here? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's hard to keep it straight with how he scolded the media. But uh, I like listen. Sometimes the guy has a point. Sometimes uh, you know if they report the toe injury is a little bit different than what it actually is. But he actually held his toe up to the camera. <laughs> and said that his toe was broken and he's been dealing with that and uh, put to bed some of the faulty reporting here. I, I guess I'm a dummy, all right? Because whenever he said, I guess it's kind of a COVID toe, right? He was totally like kind of making a joke about it, right? That he had got hurt, either uh-huh. something in his house because people were like, oh, he got COVID toe. I literally think people were thinking or theorizing that it was some sort of side effect of his COVID-19 infection. I really hope people didn't believe that, right? They know that it was kind of a joke that it started about something that had happened to him while he was around the house, right? Yeah, it's, I, 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 I don't know what okay. was going on with that. I think that Aaron Rodgers is just, uh, if you talk high maintenance, that's one thing, but holding a grudge... Aaron Rodgers would be high on that list as well. You know, <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers, he's in that list of, uh, he can do no wrong, right? It's always somebody else's fault. I remember at the beginning of the year where he was scolding the media after they had gotten blown out in week one. And in week two, he came back and the Packers won. He was like, who are these people to question me? And my off-season activities and my dedication. It's like, dude, you gave us all the reasons in the world to do that. What are you talking about? By the way, um, I guess COVID toe is a real medical condition. Um, And Aaron Rodgers didn't, I guess, realize that. Were you aware of that? And again, 
I'm going by the Always Reliable Us magazine on that. But COVID toe is a casual name for something that's medically known as perneo archiblans, which is a condition that causes wow. symptoms such, such as discoloration and lesions. So I guess everyone kind of lost their mind on that front and was like, oh, he's got COVID toe. Whenever I thought he was being a smartass and saying that he hurt his toe whenever he's walking on the house. Sorry, I digress. I'm a fact seeker in this world. But no, you're, you're absolutely 100% right. You're about your facts. Yeah, I'm about yeah. my facts, but you're 100% you're the, right. I like on this the facts. One. You're right. You got to have the facts. Okay, before we move on from this, let's hear from Aaron Rodgers what he actually said. Here you go. I can't believe I have to, again, come on here and talk about my medical information. But, yeah, I have a fractured toe. I've never heard of COVID toe before. I have no lesions on my feet. That's just a classic case of disinformation. It's surprising coming from what used to be a reputable journalistic institution, but that's that's the world we live in these days. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew? Oh, man. He's just, he's a beauty. But he, the bottom line is, yeah, he's high maintenance. Yeah, he's a grudge holder. But he's worth it at the end of the day. You know, you just can't move on from something like that. Talent that he has. All right, coming up next, the legit Super Bowl contenders and the pretenders. Really beautiful feet. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd, cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. 